The Matrix Minute. Bonus edition! Woo! Congratulations, Whoa. listener. You've made it through the entire first Matrix. Level unlocked. Bing, bing. Yeah. Special <laughs> features unlocked. New <laughs> stories available in the menu to read. Who never reads them? <laughs> Does anyone ever read those stupid unlocked stories? Unlocked stories. You, you play a video game, and it's like you find a piece of paper, and it goes into a menu. New story unlocked, and you can go to the menu and listen to the backstory. Never. I never. never <laughs> Probably not. Oh man, if you played uh, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain, you know that there are like maybe you know twelve hours of just audio tapes. To no one's ever going to gonna touch that. However, the we good thing about it, it is, is that you can play it in the background. You can have it play while you're doing missions. True, <laughs> just a little little background. So here we are, level unlocked, level unlocked, unlocked. <laughs> the Matrix. You know, the Animatrix. Yes. Yeah, no, not the Matrix. The Animatrix. Yeah, see, I'm so used to saying that. No, the Animatrix bonus special. That's right. Here we are. We right just, here, right yep, now, to exactly. talk about the Animatrix. Yeah. And what's interesting is that we got a, quite a few messages saying, like, will you guys be doing the Animatrix? Yes. Yes. We're, We're doing right it right here. now. Not the usual format, but a, a compressed, you know. An unusual format. And unusual. I just have to say, we've also unlocked... Um, you know, level two, because we finished our first level, which was the Matrix. It was a whole year of doing the same thing. Jacob? You're absolutely right. You were just used to pressing buttons on the computer. Yeah. And right, now right there was no we were, requirement. When we were about to record, I was going to pull up the clips, but I realized no clips to be pulled up. <laughs> no more. No clips. Amazing. Well, Amazing. Entire clips were emptied. <laughs> Literally. Wow. I just, it's just, for me, it's an, it's an interesting feeling. It sure is, man. I mean, it's weird. Um, I think it's all in muscle memory. And so we're, we're going to have to learn to, you know, unlearn yeah. our muscle Don't memory. Don't worry. <laughs> A few days and I'll completely forget. Well, thanks, Tim, for making it sad. <laughs> sad. <laughs> it's not sad. sad. You'll it's forget. Just, You'll good. forget. It's life. You move on. I know, Tim, but come on. <laughs> we have to have a few moments where we give a little bit of a... A yes. sentimental. Yeah. A sentimental it's not like just, I just Stop, we're done. Forget this. Screw this. <laughs> Throw this in the trash. Let's go into the woods. With no, the no, no. Well, wait, trash. Don't trash. No trash. It is out there. It is beautiful. But let it live. Let it. Let it breathe. Live and let it live. Let it be a thing. That's true. Now the whole uh, archive of the Matrix Minute is on the internet. Well, not yet. Well, at the time of the recording, it's not. That's, but it will. Be. Yeah, but, but it will be when you're listening. Release, to this, yes, it's all on the yes. web, archived on the Matrix Minute woo, woo, woo. and hope it will be there for a long time. Mm-hmm. You can browse around. There's so much content. Mm-hmm. Much. Yep. Much. Listen to your favorite episode. Fruitful content. But now we want to uh, focus our minds on... Um, yes, thank you very much. The Animatrix, which was uh, video, direct-to-video, collect, collective uh, package of... How many shorts were there? I thought you were the preparer, man. It's been a long time. Seven, I think. <laughs> Eight, Are you serious? Eight shorts. What is it? One, it's nine, two, three, four. Well, if five, you count six, seven, the resistance, eight, there's two. It's eight. If you just if you, pull out the Wikipedia, it's, it's, it's eight. Wikipedia. Look at me. I have okay. my notes and Wikipedia at the same time. It, it, it's even numbered on the Wikipedia. Oh yeah, you're right. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> but the second Renaissance part one and two, we could combine. It'd be eight. Yeah. But, yeah. The, if you combine for, them, for me, the mobile eight. version doesn't have the the list. So. Well, gonna scroll down. So the Animatrix is jam-packed with nine episodes. 
or eight or, if you correct uh, eight don't if you combine the, the second renaissance yeah. yeah and these things came about when uh look the matrix came out big success remember the premiere video you watched of the all the guys finishing the film oh yes we watched it together yes and i think did we ever link that yes we did way early on <laughs> a year ago <laughs> it was the premiere and uh all the cast were there and the crew and they were talking about like the questions they got got asked were things like um do you think the matrix is a commentary on what the future will hold? Will there be ever a matrix? Which is just a weird question to ask. I think at the premiere. Yeah. Especially the cast. Yeah. And the cast is like, um, yeah, or I guess, I don't know. Very useful answers across the board. Yeah. And what were we going with? Is why we're we talking about the premiere? Because this is the, we just talk about the his like history. Yeah, oh because, yes, because the, the the movie you know came out March thirty first. It's funny that some of the posters said April first, and that's not a good time to release your movie. Um, nah. <laughs> nah, it's okay, you know. But um, yeah, lots of critics liked it. Everybody liked it. Everybody was in you know like it just it's a sleeper hit. That's another important factor. It did mean? not make a lot of money when it first came out. It actually gained more money the more it stayed out on, you know, in the wide world, you know, when in the cinemas. So mm-hmm. um, at the release, you know, it just kind of built up its fortune. And in fact, like we said once in one of our trivias, The Matrix actually made um, uh, the most DVD sales ever. Yeah. Cool. More or less, unless I'm mistaken. Because, you know. Unless it's all false. And you're wrong. <laughs> in that case, be... you're wrong. But in the other case, you're right. So, yeah. I mean, it's only two 50, things. 50. 50. <laughs> I'm good with that. I think that's a pretty healthy estimate. And of course, yeah. yeah and, and of course, a year later, the movie was up for some Academy Awards. That's true. I think we talked about that. Yeah, we did. And yeah. unfortunately, no awards. Well, it was nominated for Best Cinematography at the British Film Academy. Should have won that. I don't understand why it didn't. It was Best so Picture, good. Best Picture, should have won that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Best Everything. No, no, no. Just, the, just Best best Picture, Best Cinematography. Yeah. Best Music, I'd probably say as well. Yeah. And then, yeah, <laughs> the, the 1999 was a really strong year for movies. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I love The Matrix, but it was a very, very strong competition that year. I don't remember. I was six. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't remember. Uh, I re- I remember retrospectively, not not at the time. I wasn't aware of what the situation of movies, nor what the hell the Academy Awards was. It was an old man. Yeah, but after this, yeah. you know, slow motion went rampant in films. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Everybody wanted to do the slow motion, the bullet people time. Are like people are like, you can film in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, to the Matrix. And, and, thus, and, and leather and leather coats and all that kind of stuff. Was born. Yes. And the Matrix is on place sixty six in the American Film Institute's one hundred years, one hundred thrills list. That's cool. Hey, by the way, is the Matrix? It is. I, I that was my trivia bits. Was that um, the Matrix was instituted in the what is that called? Library of Congress. Mm-hmm. Film reservation yeah. preservation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. I think we should preserve that movie. Everything should be preserved. Well. Maybe yes. Well, maybe maybe well, yes. I agree with everything being preserved. Why not? And so, since oh. it was such a success, when they were touring on uh, the Matrix to promote the film and stuff like that, the Wachowskis were able to go to Japan, where they had uh, sushi, a, a sushi, and Ramen. they were able to uh, talk to and meet a bunch of uh, anime directors and uh, storyboard artists and character designers and so on and so forth. They were influenced by 
you know? And so during that meeting, they actually hatched a plan if they wanted to actually go and make animated shorts of the the matrix since this thing was actually becoming a success and two and three were going to come out everybody was satisfied with that and two and three were on the on the list of things to do so uh thus the animatrix was uh was started because they got a lot of um communication with those guys and look the wachowskis made eon productions which is their uh production company that we're gonna handle um Matrix 2 and 3, not just Eon, but it was called Burly Man. You guys remember Burly Man? Mm-hmm, I remember Burly Man. Yep. Burly Man was the, uh, was the um, uh, temp title. I mean, the cover title, you know what I mean? For mm-hmm. Matrix, they called it the Burly yeah. Man. For Matrix 1? No, 2 and 3. That's what yeah. I said, 2, the oh, two, one three. Say, okay. two and 3. Yeah, they, <laughs> it's just called the Burly Man. I love it. Wasn't it also like the Burly Man Chronicles was the making of yeah, yeah. title? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and they and they made a comics company called Burly Man Comics. That's awesome. I think Tim would know because he has the Matrix comics with him. Yes, 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 that is true. That is true. And so they made comics, and they got all kinds of great writers to do comics for them, and they made uh, the Animatrix as well. And I have to say, this is uh, one of the first, I think, the first like sort of tie-in that was like a animation for adults kind of thing for a franchise. Um, that fi- that later on would be copied by all kinds of other uh, film campaigns. Well, in I think the it was a very yeah? a very interesting idea because it was essentially going back into the world of the Matrix, but not following the main characters or the mm-hmm. main storyline, and sort of um, giving you a flavor of what it what other storylines what might be like, and of course exploring uh, different styles. Yeah. animation so it almost felt to me in a way like a poems like a competition so to speak oh, yeah? you know where you submit different artists submit different kinds of of art styles um using the same theme so to speak so you know that that's what it reminded me of and i think it's a really cool idea because then you can sort of be presented with vastly different ideas but all tapping into the same mm-hmm. um well yeah, but this is before like the MCU and before, uh, you know, like multimedia projects. Mm-hmm. That, well, they had multimedia, you know, campaigns and stuff. So for this films. was hatched. Usually, uh, video games were. The idea was hatched by the Wachowski. Tim, I can't hear you. Yeah, sorry. I just said, <laughs> Tim, we're losing you. Uh, no, no, I'm just said like a lot, a lot of times in the video games were used as tie-ins and stuff like that as well. Yeah, true. But so was video- this was this plan hashed by the Wachowskis alone? Or Pretty was sure. It- I'm like oh, like ninety nine point nine percent sure it was just the Wachowskis because they love Japanimation. Yeah, and uh, it was the influence that gained them. Like you know, part of the whole Matrix thing was the influence of anime, like especially for the ones from the eighties uh, and early nineties, particularly the early nineties, because you had Ghost in the Shell and you had Akira and you had all those kind of dark science fiction. Uh, styles, you know, that, that mm-hmm. influenced these guys. When did we Girls. discover the Animatrix individually? I think that we found out about it. Did we find out about it when it came out? Or did we find yes. out later? Mm. I think it was when we bought the collection. No, no, no. It was... Oh, we knew before? No, no. We rented it in Croatia. Really? At Video Asterix. No way. Yeah, we did. We just... But we watched before? it. No, after. Ah, okay. But this was supposed to come out before. Yeah. And this was like fans' first look at what's coming up in the Matrix world. You know. Right? It came out. Release date is June 3rd, 2003, which is that's after Reloaded. <gasps> I'm wrong. 
you are wrong. Yep, yes. 2003 it came, it came out later. I think one of the, the, the CGI one was released uh, by itself before, but the rest of them, like as a package, was 2003. So when did you find out about it, Tim? I think you already guys bought, because I bought the, the DVD special way later, like 2007, eight. So, and you guys had that special uh, Matrix Collectors uh, oh, yeah, I I have a good story before. about that, but I'll tell you about that. I think me, you reloaded. guys showed me a couple of a couple of the ones, like you, the ones you liked. I think we watched it at, at that was a time when you, you we watched all the behind the scenes and you showed me a bunch of the animatrix stuff and everything. So yeah, that was the okay. So it was somewhere. I think then. that was the first time I saw. Well, no, I must have seen Revolutions before that. That would have been crazy. No, no. I think I've seen Revolutions, but I think it might rewatch. Maybe the making of you're thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's when I saw the animatrix. Okay. I, I, but I think I may, like I said, because the like the the CGI one, the the first one, the whatever flight of Osiris. Mm-hmm. I think that one I had before. I think I had you like, did, like, like a, a, like a Divix or something, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> like snatched from the internet. I think I had that one, but no, not the other ones. Yeah. Well, those uh, those movies were meant to be seen before. But I don't know why they came out after. I get there was, I guess there was some scheduling conflicts with that. Are they meant to see seen before? I mean, I well, because know. look, Osiris is before, and you know, Second Renaissance I is know. backstory, and uh, there's nothing that comes between Reloaded and. Well, not necessarily because it kind of spoils it. I mean, like, oh, you know, Zion's being attacked, but that doesn't happen until way later on in the movie. So I don't think it's meant to be seen before. I think it's like a, you know, a complimentary. You know, yeah, complimentary. Suppository afterwards, you know? Yeah. Because it does some of the stuff that are tines, you have to have the point of reference of seeing the sequels. So, I don't know. I think it's just, like you said, supplemental Okay, material. but we'll talk about that when we talk about Matrix Reloaded. Do you guys want to jump in or do you Reload! want to still mention some overall thoughts or should we leave that at the end? No, I, th- I think I'm ready to jump in. Me too. Point. So, the first film, these are all short films, by the way, and interestingly, interestingly enough, when we were watching it today... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how short these movies are. I remember yeah. them being really long for some reason. I remember each one I thought in my head was like at least 20 plus minutes, maybe 30. <laughs> but that's not An the eternity. case. eternity. Not the case. They're quite yeah. short, a lot of these. And I like that. Yeah. I they're it's very neat and um, 10 tidy. minutes each, something like that. Yeah, they're very yeah. tidy. Very tidy. And uh, to be honest, uh, uh, when we first watched it, I remember renting it in Videotheque Asterix. Mm-hmm. And we watched it and uh, I was skeptical and I didn't like it and you didn't like it. To be honest, you were telling I, me about that today and I completely forgot about yeah. my We were all like, this lame, it's dumb, it's lame, lame, they're showing off. Lame, you, me lame. and you thought that? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What, what do you, what would you know, elaborate I forgot. more on your feelings? Why, 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 why did you think it was lame? Because it's like, you know, all these, there's all these new characters, they're showing off. They're not as good as Trinity or Neo. Oh, like your, your purest gatekeeper? Yeah, like this yeah. Is, there's only true... And this is just yeah. Like, look at them doing stunts. They can't do as good tricks as oh, you. And, oh, you're like oh, within the universe, even it's not even like yeah. oh, fans. It's like this isn't. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, that's that's how I thought. But you yeah. know, I was fourteen. Uh, I guess I thought so too, but I really forgot. Oh well. Well, now we're changed people, <laughs> yes, and now yes. we can talk about our new perspectives, right? So yeah. episode one, it's not an episode, just the film flight one of the Osiris. Yes, Thank final you, flight of the Osiris is probably the most. Uh, connected one to the actual matrix story and uh i have to tell you guys by the wachowski it is this is the one that's written by the wachowskis it's not i uh, think this is the one that i've seen the most yeah yeah. i remember i remember like every detail (laughs) yeah every detail 
Yeah. And um, it's directed by Andy Jones. And Andy Jones, uh, as we all know, he was <laughs> one of the big cheeses on uh, everyone's favorite film that, yep. that our cousin Stan thought was amazing. And we talked about extensively in our <laughs> Matrix uh, Spirits Within. Yep. And he did Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. Tim, do you want to mention anything about that again? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I have to, I need to see that. I think I've seen a little bit on Netflix again. It's just oh, so boring. I, I love that movie. I watched it so many times, but it just feels so <laughs> rubbery now. But that was. But it, so, 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 same, same CGI crew, right? Probably. Yes. It was done by Square Pictures, which is, as mm-hmm. you know, you know, Square, the company. Yes. Formerly Squaresoft, now okay. Square Enix. I think so. Oh, Square Enix. Yeah. yeah. And, and they did all the Final Fantasies. And uh, they had a particular um, ambition to make their cutscenes in the video games, like Final Fantasy, especially if you look yeah. at 8. I remember when we watched 8, Final Fantasy 8, when we rented it in 2000, mm-hmm. and we watched the opening cutscene. By the way, that's the only Final Fantasy I played, and I never even gotten... I haven't gotten farther than the tutorial... <laughs> on that game but the opening cutscene and I, we were like so, I mean at least I was it's so realistic look how detailed these people are and yep. you know it goes to show that they wanted to make their cutscenes very cinematic and very real so they were pushing that realism so they finally made a feature film called Final Fantasy The Spirits Within which came out in 2001 and uh, it was supervised uh, it wasn't directed by but just supervised by Andy Jones who uh, directed this short and so it's yep. the same same company uh, it's not Japanese but um it's owned by a Japanese yep. conglomerate company. And it's very interesting that uh, the connection was there with our cousin Stan, because like we said, he was always telling us about Final Fantasy and how amazing yeah. it was. And then, you know. Every pore. They rendered every pore, every blood vessel. <laughs> every, every, every blood, no, every, every, every hair, atom. Every cell. Every cell. Was rendered. Every cell was every, programmed and simulated. Biologically and accurate. And that, that's just Humans. interesting that they, you know, did this for the Osiris. Um, I find that yeah. intriguing how that connected. So how about we take turns on these and give it a little I like plot that. Let's summary. do that. Uh, right, I'll start off with this. Go. So uh, dude and a girl are practicing in the dojo. And if you're fa- uh, familiar with the Matrix, you know it's the fake dojo in the construct. And uh, they're sword fighting with blindfolded. And as they fight away, they strip away with their swords, piece of their clothings, um, until they get into their underwear Ooh. and then they're about to kiss it's the sexy battle um, practicing the sexy this is the, yeah the sexy sexy uh, sexy sword as i call it sexy yeah. sword scene they do a little bit of peeking <laughs> it's a little bit of sexual tension right there but they're fighting oh yeah and uh they get to, they get attacked by some squiddies they fly up and then they realize a bunch of squiddies are going to drill into zion so they must send the message so as the squiddies attack them they fly and get crashed while the sexy lady who um, was doing the sword fighting, goes into the Matrix and delivers a package. And her sexy boyfriend is just fighting, def- off. Yes, fighting off the Sentinels with yes. the other sexy people. Yes. You're the sexy people. A lot of sexy people there, but uh, yeah. And this, yeah, like I said, and this was... And they what? succeed. She succeeds. She succeeds. But she talks to Granny, but and then she dies. Everyone dies on the ship. Everyone dies. And this is a tie-in to the actual movies that, you know, somebody gets the message. And this is probably the inspiration for the end of The Matrix as well. As a, <laughs> oh, yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and I'll, I'll give you some opening. This is the one I've seen the most. I definitely, um, probably because it is the clearest and the most tied into The Matrix, so I could understand it completely. You know, a, a child's mind it was like, oh, I get Can we do something? This. Can we do like... Um, I wanted to go through each segment. 
Okay, that's what you want to do. Okay. Yeah, like we always do. Well, let's do this then. Let's go through this. It's going to take like a seven hours. No, it's not. I think think this will be our most talked about one, though. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. I I, I have just like... Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's talk about the the movie, and then I will want to get some some uh, conclusion opinions that's what i want to talk about okay so yeah. we like and what stuck out for us okay so, I, I, so, I i just i just i was just i wanted to like finish up and say like why i like i remember like this one the most why? definitely because well because cgi was mind-blowing then mm-hmm. it was like super realistic and i was like wow look at this um it was the most easiest to understand as far as the story wise and also sexy butt you know? <laughs> that booty that cgi booty with right, those right, with right, those right. generated cells i'm gonna admit this and i'm gonna with say nice the same thong. thing really mm-hmm. <laughs> i think the way i look, it was quite mesmerizing at it is that i remember it was sort of among these movies this was like the flagship movie because it was cgi so it was yeah. the most quote-unquote detailed Right mm-hmm. and most technologically advanced, and it's like, ooh, this is our best thing of all all the movies, which is not true, but I'm saying that's what it felt yeah. like mm-hmm. back then. So I was like, ooh, this is the flagship, and then after that, we go into other weird stuff. That's how yeah, I looked it, at it, it starts off, yeah, yeah, with like super familiar land. Exactly. Oddly but enough, CGI booty. Yeah. Oddly enough, what? for the uh, like one of the theatrical it's runs, Flight of the CGI booty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for the <laughs> for correct? the theatrical runs for the Matrix before the Matrix Reloaded came out in Australia, at least they had that play before Matrix Reloaded. That's interesting. Oh, okay. Or or That's was it after the Matrix? One maybe, of those. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> it could have been. It could have been Relutions. Maybe. Maybe. Know? Yeah. Or uh, maybe. Um, yeah. So that's the that's the plot. Yes. Yeah. What can that we say is. about Flight of the Osiris? I want to tell you that when we were taught watching this, and I felt the same way in 2003 when I watched this. I just felt like these kids are showing off, you know, like, oh, they're not as good as Neo or Trinity. Well, you still felt this with now? With their stunts. Fakers. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I felt like that with the opening scene. I felt like that with the opening scene because I was not a fan of the, you know, that, that music. And, and I was not a fan. <laughs> Too sexy for a film. And Jacob, and Jacob and I agree when we were watching that, why mm-hmm. does it have to be a dojo again? And we, I thought that. Well, that's what I want to say uh, yeah. was that, you know, I always imagined that each crew in the Matrix has their own way of training. I don't think a dojo is at all. I never supposed it was it was a preset or a default that everyone does dojo badly. I thought that was just the Nebuchadnezzar crew just found that out to be a cool way to practice. But evidently, a lot of times when people make spinoffs and things, they just presume that, oh, every crew has a dojo. Every crew does ninja battles i mean but th- this one is the most obvious one i mean the whole crew is basically the nebuchadnezzar crew there's, there's your leader black guy and, and a sidekick chick and there's this is a there's a, you <laughs> so know it's, it's like, like, like copy paste mm-hmm. it, it's totally copy it's like it's like the you know off-brand cheap version of nebuchadnezzar and everyone <laughs> mm-hmm. it really is like and, and they have their off-brand dojo with with the like with the know, with the little flags with the little banners with, flags, with the matrix codes. codes i don't know for me so, that, so i understand for me that yeah, was I totally mean, like late 90s uh, early 2000s sort of like cyber whatever cyber crap but it's like this is everything's familiar you know the ship is familiar the squiddies are familiar everything is like the people they wear exactly the same clothes as the guys on nebuchadnezzar yeah. so it's just like you know here's more of this but, but i know? feel like so, i feel like variety would have been better in my opinion what oh i mean but that's what we have the other animatrix as well that's true you know, uh we're gonna get into the those. more you watch the variety gets better so this is the this is comfort yeah, land yeah yeah um, so I, I can't fault it too much so you know? thaddeus and uh joey uh, uh, Thaddeus is voiced by Kevin Michael Richardson, and 
the thing about Kevin Michael Richardson is that he's the 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 black man voice in every animated movie you've ever seen. Really? I haven't seen many. No? Come on. Or TV show. I haven't seen many. Okay. <laughs> Gravity Falls. The cop. Okay. Oh, animated. Okay. I thought you I mean like anime. Okay, For I see what you animated. mean. Animated. Yeah, mean. animated. Yeah, yeah. Like in lots of American productions. He's like everywhere. He's, That's interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if he like he has the most credits. Because his voice is like so, like you can, I can hear it everywhere, and it's and it's a little bit like the Wilhelm scream at the moment. Right, yeah, yeah. his voice is wonderful, but it's just it's all it's a it's little, it's a little prominent there. Right, right, right. Um, I wanted to mention uh, this uh, when they were going up to the surface. This is the first time we got to see the surface um, in chronological order. I believe this is. I do believe this is before the Matrix Reloaded because um, in the Matrix Reloaded. Niobe goes at the beginning. She's like, "Look, these are the last transmissions of the Osiris. The, oh, really? the machines okay. are digging, and that's what they're talking about." That's the opening about. scene. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. That is right. So this is before Reloaded, I guess. Yeah, and that's why they go up, and this is sort of triggering the whole plot of the second two films. And they look and they see there's so many sentinels up here. What? And then look, a drilling machine. And then one, the only dialogue I didn't like was when uh, when. Thaddeus goes, uh, look, look, 30 kilometers over there. What's 100 uh, kilometers below? Four. Zion. Why didn't you like that? Four That's kilometers fine. only. Oh, okay, sure. It, it's just, it's just. It's it, written by the Wachowski. It just felt, it just <laughs> so, felt like a little, a little smarmy. Smarmy? The whole thing felt hilarious written. It's like, it's like, it's like the B, you know, the B side. <laughs> All of it. It's like, yeah, I guess so. But again, you know, I have to yeah. say it's very short. I mean, when you think about it, essentially she just goes, what's so funny? No, it's just like, it's like, it's like saying, it's okay. It's, it's, you know, if it's bad, but it's not painful because it's short. <laughs> well, no, no, I didn't mean it that way at all. I'm just saying that it's interesting to me because again, I thought it was super long. Yeah. Really all it is, is her going to the matrix. And delivering a message. Exactly. I kind of, uh, Phil was mentioning when he was watching this, he was saying like, oh, the CGI doesn't look very good. They look all too smooth and not detailed. To be honest, I have to say, I didn't mind at all. I think the CGI, um, it, Obviously, isn't up to par to today's standards, but I yeah. didn't have a problem with it. I think it worked, and I didn't feel like it was, um, you know, uh, I didn't feel it was um, second rate or something. It felt like a pretty decent. Yeah, but there's something it, not, about there's something about 2003. There is something weird with the animation and sort of the Tim. Don't would you agree it. with me? I mean, uh, I definitely, as I was watching it, you got used to it. You know, it becomes yeah. reality, so you don't see it after a couple of minutes. But uh, two things that were like, besides, you know, you can see lower resolution mm-hmm. or whatever like that. I think the one that was weird, it was the rubbery movement of people. Mm-hmm. They were way too just reminded me of video games. Yes. Like when people are just like so smoothly moving left and or right. And the grandma. <laughs> the grandma was weird. But um, definitely the, the lighting was like, I could just. Like when they're fighting in the dojo, like I'm just imagining like Street Fighter Four better than that. <laughs> like the lighting, like the, we have like gotten dun, dun, so dun, dun, good at dun, simulating dun, dun, like dun, dun, dun. lights and shadows and all those like you know like balances and everything like that. This was like very primitive looking. Yeah. But on the other hand, like like the detail on the faces and skin and the sweat that that was way ahead of whatever was you know shown at at the time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. I just wanted to mention when she goes into the matrix and does the, does the thing that does the jumping into the, uh, I remember uh, every, this is funny. I haven't seen this in like a hundred years and I remembered every single move she does. Yeah. Wow. And I, I every, like, like all the, the 
she like this she 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 does this split and then she turns and she holds her hand like wow. uh, feet i don't know i don't know i was like i was like this is like i must have seen like a million times for some reason um i just didn't like when she jumped when i was a kid because it's like oh come on stop showing off the good guys like are real you're what, what, but i need to i need to we need to analyze this but i don't understand what, like, what, like, why like, is this like because like, it feels like the filmmakers are trying to promote all these new guys who are stronger and better and it's like no like you're just saying, like in this world, yes. Neo and Trinity are the best. They should be the best. So why come these B-rated yeah, guys yeah, are yeah. doing moves that are cooler than the? Yes, the, the, yes, exactly. Okay. So when when I was a kid, right. I don't care now. Now it's fine. Now I'm completely cool with it. I actually really liked it when she was going into the, into that electric, you know, yeah. monkey gym. <laughs> I like that too. That <sighs> sequence is great. I thought, and the moves were cool. And um, but yeah, you, you guys, nice. I wanted to let you know. Yes. That when she was running into the uh, the street with the old lady, how mm-hmm. weird is it that there's no one else there? Yeah. <laughs> no one. Not no even, time to render other not people. Not even cars. Just blank. The old lady looked terrible. She looked like she <laughs> yeah. was straight out of PlayStation 2. And I, and I will always remember um, this character going, are you kidding? We can't broadcast now. Oh, that's what I wanted to mention. Thanks. Um, did you guys realize yep. that they're... Clarification. Yeah. They're broad- you can broadcast Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah. You can broadcast while you're flying. Because I always thought it was like catching Wi-Fi when they're um, parked yeah. and broadcasting. I thought like, was the signal good? Yeah, yeah. It's good enough. We can oh. broadcast. But apparently you can maybe, maybe because they were up above, above ground, so the signal was perfect. Oh, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe. maybe. Um, and the guy who went, we can't broadcast now. That's Tom <laughs> Kenny. Really? Yeah. SpongeBob? SpongeBob, yeah. the mayor. Yeah, it sounded familiar. I thought it was, I don't mind. I thought it was someone else. Uh, the, he's also... John DiMaggio was in this as well. Yeah. Oh, I was going to mention that, but yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, okay. The I, city I, I, of yeah. Townsville. That's not Don Donaggio. No, that's uh, Tom Kenny. Yeah. Okay, and that's oh, okay. it. I don't know what else to say. So it well, ends, overall, at, it ends as a downer. Yeah, uh, it's sad. It's a sad ending. But again, I think that's what does make it a little more interesting is that, you know, this is like a little snapshot of what's happening um, with other crews yeah. and other people um, in the real world with the resistance. The and resistance. this is like the most canonical. 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 It's just like, yeah, it's just CGI, but if it, it this could have been filmed real, real people and it would have been just like part of the movie. So overall thoughts on Fly of the Osiris? Did you enjoy it? Did you think it was something interesting? I think it helps the plot of The Matrix Reloaded when we're going to get to that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think it adds anything that's missing in, in the movies, but um, I definitely enjoyed rewatching it again. I... You know, it was like, oh, I remember this. You know, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't like, here it comes. Exactly. I think it wasn't uh, like you said. It doesn't add too much, but it is a, a little interesting glimpse. And since really nothing necessarily, there's not a lot happening except for just one simple thing. Um, it's not necessarily bad. I'm Short glad movie. the whatever. What is it? The character's name? Who? Shu? She? Joy. Joy, joy. I, I like her, you know, like variety in the yeah. outfit with the reds, with the reds the going reds. on. With the, with oh, the, that's right. Yeah. I really like that too. Like the, the contrast the between the green. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. It's not just pure black. Very true. Very true. Yeah. So. Best CG butt of 2003. Correct. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> true. That's nice close. As, 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 as they start, like that butt is like. Like always, like being sneak peek, like as she as she does flips, it's like always a little little. By the way, okay, I have on. found. <laughs> wait, before before we move on, I have found a theme, a reoccurring theme through these movies, mm-hmm. and that is cool chicks hanging out in their underwear. I think every thir- every other one Let's has see. at least Let one scene think. when there's a cool yes. girl just hanging out in their underwear. There's like at least two. I think it's just in this one. 
What? At least four, oh. man. <laughs> Animatrix. Yes. I was thinking of the original Matrix. I mean, it's like, like it, no, no, an- Animatrix. All of them Animatrix. All that reminded me of Alien. That's all. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was one yeah, of the it is that I think maybe this is a generation of men who went into puberty and they saw Alien, <laughs> Ripley. Alien, yeah. and they saw that Ripley as, she, as she's like packing into that suit. And they're like, oh. in that tiny, tiny, tiny underwear. Yeah. There's, there's tiny underwear like, in the world. Tiny underwear. I think that's like, that's when their sexuality has matured. Like, oh, yeah. it's, it's very been possible. like. The first, this first, like, <laughs> mm, and women. Like, yes. <laughs> and it's, it's already, beautiful. like, there's a generation of, of illustrators and, and, and animators and, and like, uh, you know, artists that just, that's that's the perfect image of sexuality mm-hmm. to them. It's right there. A lady hanging out with a In tiny, underwear. tiny underwear. So that's the flight of the Osiris. Um, Final flight. Because they died. Correct. That's correct. Final fantasy. Um, and now we're going to get into the second renaissance, one and two. But here's a big disclaimer. Yeah. We don't have to talk about it much because we talked exactly. about it in, exactly. uh, what was it? The minutes with uh, Gary. Gary Roby. Yeah. So we're but you really guys gonna... talked about it. What's that? And I was asking questions because I haven't seen it in years. But now I have seen it. Okay, so... well, you should then talk about it. Like, what, what you think. Do we, do we, do we give a description of it or no? Yes, well, it's, it. it's basically the history of the Matrix starting from the, the, the near future when everything is futuristic and machines and man living together, except the machines are like the apes and Narrated the by apes. a lady in underwear. Oh, yes, of course. You, you, <laughs> she has a lot of hands and arms. Um, okay, still one underwear. And uh, yeah, basically just talking about how the Matrix started in the war with the machines. It's like Planet of the yep. Apes, but without apes instead of we got machines. I was always impressed by this. I thought maybe the brutality and like how it seemed real and everything. Like I was always amazed by this one. This one was the strongest, one of the strongest ones when I was a kid. Rewatching this, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. This 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 whole story at all. You it, still don't think it makes it, sense? No, I, I no. I'm just saying like li- trying to pay attention because now we've been through the whole Matrix and. And I've been thinking about things like world building and ba- you know background story and how how the Matrix got to be besides what Morpheus tells us, and, and this does not actually add anything at all. It just basically tells the same story again, except a little more detail and more graphic. But honestly, the way the machines think not explained. Um, the events that don't really make sense, like what one robot is on trial and then. All the robots are like protesting and they all kill them. And then somehow they're not all dead and they make a city. I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I was watching this like, wait, what? New Babylon. <laughs> New Babylon. And then, and then, and then wait, what? So, so their, their money is stronger. So we attack them. No, then they trade with the humans. They trade about, I don't know. And then, and then we scorched us because when, when the matrix came out and when he says, but it was us that scorched this guy. I always thought he was talking about like an environmental thing. Like, you know, oh. like, like, you know, you like mean? the ozone and stuff like that. I always thought it was like our, us humans, we didn't care. Oh, no, totally no, 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 I was literally sun. scorching the sky. Yeah, I, I always thought it was, he was talking about that. Like it was accidentally, it wasn't like, you know, no, literally. like, like well, how is explained here? Because here it's like, I yeah, know, Project Dark Sky or whatever it was called. <laughs> whatever. What I mean, I, I'm just like, I was always impressed as a kid, but now watching it, I was like, I don't know, this is, this, this is very flimsy. This, this is not really world building to me. I don't know. That's I, all. I, I just, it didn't I, add dip to me. We rewatched it when we did those episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it was. I think it was okay. I read I a mean, lot it, of stuff. It, it wasn't it, necessarily so. like you said. Maybe it was a little flimsy, but it's kind of interesting. At least it gives you something. Yeah. 
Yeah, I li- I like the visuals of the robots looking like humans at the beginning when 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 they're manufactured by humans. So there's like little slaves, like these guys pushing carts up a hill, making pyramids for some reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then once once the machines take charge, you know they're much more efficient in their designs. Yeah, and, and but I do have to say that what you guys mentioned before, like oh, why does it have to be you know. Uh, things you know like that from the through the movie I, I was kind of thrown off that it, it's the it's the star wars um effect you know when when the clone the clone troopers are starting to look like stormtroopers it's that we have to use these designs so when they have the big war there's like squiddies flying around and then there's like the the machines that are designed to to like collect people and everything and then they're fighting wars you know like the big the big virus things that are like collect humans yeah the harvesters they're in the war fighting humans right and that's like to me it's like well you know like we utilize these designs from the matrix <laughs> yeah so i put them in the war here's one of the things that, that's what annoyed me because yeah. you know, this one's a little, little less obvious it's not like in the osiris one so it's like Come on, a little bit more creative. We don't have to like utilize every single yeah. familiarity. Uh, you know? Here's one of the criticisms I have with the machines and their design in the entire Matrix series, and I feel like they really didn't um, make a lot of different machines. Uh, they had a lot of opportunities, in my opinion, even in the sequels, to make like a ton of different kinds of machine uh, varieties to fight the bad the good guys to at least make it more visually interesting but it's always kind of the squiddy and like you said the harvesters in the animatrix and that's about it yeah yeah i i mean there are other shorts that that do have a creative approach and we'll talk about them later but another thing that that kind of well to me i was more interested not in the like the i mean this is more like a history like a newsreel just give you the events but it doesn't really explain the AI or, or the birth of AI. It's just a bunch of robots running around. And then all of a sudden when he says he doesn't want to die, he's considered AI. But, you know, the Matrix is a really powerful AI and, and to create all this. And there's there's a lot of in, like inconsistencies. You know, I mean, like, like smart what was that? In, intellect, you know, going on with these machines. But that was never explained. Just a bunch of robots running around like building buildings. It's like there's no transition. I I, I never felt like how come the matrix became to be what it is you know there's one singularity right like it's ne- it's never there so i that, that's maybe it's like i would have yeah there's no skynet <laughs> like it's called the, the you know second renaissance and renaissance is enlightenment it's something when intellect you know goes like climbs over all obstacles and that was never talked about here. It was just like people tearing robots into pieces. <laughs> Brutally. Yeah. Let's kill them all! Well, I just wanted to say that it was directed by Mahiro Maeda, who is um, a character designer primarily. He's also an animator and a director, and he also worked on stuff like Neon Genesis, Evangelion, mm-hmm. um, and used to work at Ghibli to do some animations, but that was a while ago. But he did mostly his design stuff, and uh, most recently he did some Shin Godzilla, you know, Shin Godzilla uh, design, Godzilla. Uh, concept art. That's usually yeah. what he's known for doing. Um, and he also, apparently he's on good terms with a lot of Western studios. So uh, he always gets chosen to do some animation stuff for, you know. That's cool. Like Kill Bill in in, in this case. Oh yeah, the Kill Bill. That's right. That's right. That's the very familiar. That's the mm-hmm. part about Lucy Liu's character growing up, right? Yeah, so Mahiro Maeda was the one who was ah, super, yes. super, super, <laughs> supervised that. And uh, the script is based on the comic um, uh bits and pieces of information, which mm-hmm. the Wachowskis wrote for like another one of those background things in for gotcha. the Matrix comics. That's that. It's in the second Renaissance. Yeah. 
Um, any th- I, I mean, I babbled on about uh, this a while. Any, you guys have any thoughts? Not really. I mean, when I was younger, I was uh, always a little bit, um, not afraid, but I was always a little nervous watching this because it was sort of quite brutal. Mm-hmm. And the gore and stuff. Yeah, like the gore, and it always felt like, ooh, this is kind of spooky. Like you know about AI, <laughs> the robot of the apocalypse. The robot apocalypse. Yeah, I, I was and, shocked. I was and, disturbed when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. When we first watched it, I think we didn't, we weren't expecting that at all. And then when we played it, we're like, oh, and it just kept, kept getting um, weirder. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's quite it's violent. Uneasy. I mean, not watching it now, but back then it was like, ooh. Yeah. But when I was a kid, because I didn't know like animation could be violent. So. Oh, really? <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, yeah like because like I was, I was in the library, right? It was 2001 or something like yeah. that. And I'm like, huh, there's this movie called Akira. <laughs> Rated R? Impossible. How can something be rated R like that? It's animation. Dun, 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 God's sake. Are you serious? Yeah, and I, <laughs> it's anime. <laughs> and I go and watch it and I just, I just was so disturbed by really? that. Yeah. Lovely, lovely. I mean, I didn't say that I hate this or anything like that. I was just like rewatching. Those are my thoughts going through my head. I, this is definitely lovely, and I like the news reel, and I love the references to, uh, you know, like uh, bits and pieces from human history. Mm-hmm. You know, the the guy standing in front of the tank, and there's the the guy shooting the the Vietnamese. Ah, yes, like, yes. There's yes. a lot of lot of photography yeah. references that are that are like mirrored to the robots. It's funny that thinking about the Second Renaissance, ah. Uh... It's to me sort of one of those movies that I never thought the Matrix needed any kind of backstory like this. And the Matrix first film always felt to me like it's just, it's really just best left to your imagination. And really the, the movie, the point of the movie isn't about knowing the backstory, basically. And so that's why for me, the second Renaissance isn't something that's like very intriguing because I think that sometimes that's um, going down the path of like, ooh, you know, we have to know everything. And it's like, well, you don't have to know everything. You can know like nothing. That's fine too. (laughs) So Because it it ends up being, you know, like somebody pointing out, look, there's design of the... Of of the the harvester. Look, it was used. Look, it was used. The thing is like, you know, there's not, you don't have to do all that stuff. So, Mm -hmm. and again, also, I'm also not saying it's not bad or anything. I'm just saying that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, personally, cool. moving on. So that's the, what about you, Phil? Yeah. Uh, Any final thoughts? I feel like it is kind of confusing when you're watching it, and I did not expect the Matrix history to look like that. And I kind of in, right. agree with you that I that it's better when it's more vague because it makes the world feel bigger. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it were me, I would have restructured the story a little bit. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, any like before we move on, any any particular right, uh, direction direction that you you would restructure it? Oh, oh, uh, any particular direction yeah, uh like, where like, would you take it i feel like there's a lot of stuff spent on i think you you hit the nail on the head tim when you mentioned the that they weren't really talking about the the birth of ai particularly they were just mm-hmm. talking about one guy did you know one one robot yeah we won six six killed ER. a bunch of cats um <laughs> what killed a bunch of cats as well yeah i d- i watched this on dvd i never noticed the detail that he killed the cats as well yeah. i just thought he killed the i didn't and i was like like look like he murdered all, all the cats yeah uh, he did and squishy squishy <clears throat> and uh and things kind of just progress and i felt like you could easily um talk more about how the machines uh differed from like for me, what was fascinating was them going away to their own place and making their mm-hmm. own city, and uh, how this kind of war went from 
the humans and the robots in the different like different fortresses like age of empires yeah more fun (laughs) (laughs) with the gates that's basically it i like the symbolism with all like what you said tim with all the um references to actual photographs and stuff but it feels like it didn't connect as much and it felt like Mm. it could have been better if they made their own original it was fu- it was funny like there were all sorts of shapes and sizes of robots and some were completely useless it was like boxes going in the war it was it was pretty funny I mean I enjoyed it it was it's funny to me but I don't know you know yeah who knows I think we can move to the next yes one. we can so <laughs> yes we can okay, so the next movie is called Kid Story yeah it's it's called a Breaking a Habit by <laughs> yes same I'm pretty right? sure like it was um it was animated yeah. by um. Uh, Shinya Ohira and Shinji Hashimoto. Is it the same guys? Oh, 100%. Okay, because it looks very similar to the Lincoln Park. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's habit, a lovely like, in-motion animation. This uh, was one of my favorites when I was a kid. Really? Um, because for me, it was the least favorite. And I th- I thought I remembered you going, no, it's not what kids do, it's dumb. I don't remember. Well, <laughs> he's a skater boy, so um, let's let's not... let's not. Yeah, exactly. Well, before the skating well, days. Again, maybe I'm retrospectively changing them some things, but I did like the... The feel of the animation was unique. Very nice, Phil. Split screen iPad. Thanks. Thanks. The feel of the animation was unique. And um, it was cool because it was a very simple story. And, you know, compared to, the, like we mentioned, the second Renaissance, this is nothing to do with, you know, backstory and history. <laughs> this is a very basic Robots bare bones story about, um, I can do this one, which is about um, yeah, the kid. Hear, yeah. Yeah, from Reloaded and Revolutions, mm-hmm. which I realized today was that <laughs> <laughs> really well, like, like I forgot, I forgot that. It's oh him. yeah, I guess you forgot about but, it. Yeah. Um, Mr. Popper. Essentially, it's a young kid who goes to high school. Um, he's somehow in some kind of chat room or chat conversation with presumably maybe Trinity or someone from the from Morpheus's crew, asking questions like because he's dreaming and he feels his dream is more real. Than the real world, and he's you know wondering, oh, what's real? Is the dream real? Is the real world real? Uh, he goes to school. He gets in trouble with the teacher. His phone's ringing. He gets in trouble, and then he finally decides to pick it up, and it's Neo on the phone. Mm-hmm. And Neo's like, "They figured out that you know, run." And basically, the episode is him running away from agents, using a skateboard, skating through the school, skating outside. Uh, he eventually gets uh, on top of the roof, and he goes, "Neo." I believe and he lets go and you think, right, he would die, but actually what's he doing? What he's doing is he's woke up from, yeah. from the, from the matrix into the real world. And he ends up, uh, at the Nebuchadnezzar and uh, good Trinity's like, I didn't know that. And she uses this word. I forgot what it is. Some, some kind of wake something. something, something like you can wake yourself up. That. Thank you. Self substantiation. Yeah. It's like, he's like, well, looks like it is. Yep. And he's awake yep. and he died in the Matrix. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. That's the whole story. So I think, in my opinion, the movie is really centered upon um, exploring the visual, yeah, artistic side. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. What do you guys think? I'm not surprised that you like this one. I mean, it's, you know, I was joking about the skateboard yeah. thing, but it's obvious, obvious connection. But also, he is what, you know, kid jake used to be you know he's seeking the truth <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um he's he's a, he's, an, he's, a, he's a normal kind of dude you yeah. know and i think at the time you kind of had the haircut as True. well 
and he, you know and in the end it's just about belief and yeah. you know he takes the he, he takes the leap of faith you know and he jumps takes around the leap and of faith. escapes ages and he's a very honest person and that you know this 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 True. jake from <laughs> this, this guy maybe that's how i related to it <laughs> yeah you know yeah. you never know like maybe. sometimes Such it's just conscious. subconscious yeah um well so there's two interesting things about the style um well actually there's more interesting things that i noticed watching it today is that um the style is very um gritty very unfinished, mushy, mushy mm -hmm. uh, sketchy. Um, Trying to imitate realism, but with uh, like mm -hmm. a distorted effect. Yeah. I don't think this was rotoed. I don't think this is rotoscoping. This is actual, like most of it is hand animation. Like mm -hmm. I think so. It, it it does look like it's like rotoscope, yeah, over it. And, and then just like deliberately, because every time there's a rapid movement, something that's super quick so instead of a, a a motion blur that you would see maybe in a movie you know mm -hmm. you they they draw less detail and more mushy and well more that's sketchy. the thing i wanted to mention was that when the characters are fairly still they are more detailed and like you said tim yeah. the more movement there is or motion they go completely distorted to the point where they become almost unrecognizable mr which popper is sort of the idea mr I think, popper of the animation. mr popper you're <laughs> in big trouble mr And the second thing I wanted to mention was that uh, some of the backdrops were either photographs mm. or photographs um, that were drawn over. Yeah. Sort of painted over. Yeah. Which I never noticed Very before. high realism. I, yeah. I, wonder, it, I wonder if this is Australia or not. We were talking about it. Yeah, we were debating it. if that was Australia. It seemed like it. <laughs> I mean, it's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to... Hard. Yeah, it doesn't look like America, no. especially the chalk and everything. That's I don't think like whiteboards were utilized well, no, chalk, in America at that used. point. Yeah, still, still chalk. Chalk was used on the back in the Americas. <laughs> the back of the Americas. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm not an expert. I'm just saying. I think it depends on the yeah. school and stuff. But uh, yeah, that was interesting. I didn't save you, kid. You saved yourself. Yeah, and he was lying. He just every time he sees the kid, he says that. Yeah, just get out didn't of here. Save yeah. your, did you didn't save what? <laughs> I didn't save your. Uh, also, also, it's very interesting for animation. There were there there's. Any sort of shot is never a sort of like a standard uh, focal length. Like at the beginning when he's going through the city, it, it feels like a really long, long ass zoom because there's, you know, there's a oh, really yeah, big, yeah, like, yeah. Ne like a narrow depth of field, like you're zooming in, like you're spying on someone. And then once the action kicks in, he goes to the school, everything is at least a 35 millimeter or even like more, you know wider depth i didn't of notice that i'm pretty bad at noticing which was pretty cool like because you can you can see by, by by the lines of the you know the geometry of everything everything's like pretty like you know bent and circular what so, do you, so it's, it's pretty cool for it also reminded me a little bit of um with some of the shots am i thinking maybe yeah, mixing this one up with the one with the glitch house i mean i guess there's yeah, there's yeah. there's a few vibes of like a scanner darkly kind of vibe going on oh yeah yeah but i think i think definitely this yeah this one because like it feels like a little bit of rotoscope mm -hmm. like their their faces like keep like transforming it's very dreamlike yeah That's i wanted to point. Get, yeah, ask a question what do you think happened when um mr popper fell down right what do you mean like did he disappear i think he just disappeared Boink. um no i mean doesn't necessarily have to disappear i think i don't know I don't think you have to necessarily your your body like it could just be dead, you know. Do you know what I wanted like to you, mention? You, yeah, it could have you been. separate no, your soul and your body. Hmm. Well, because it's basically just in the. Program. How does he get his body in the matrix again? Then what do you mean his body's in the plant? What do you mean? Well, his body's not get his body in the matrix. No, it's just when it's just he a, fell. A, when yeah. he falls yeah. in the matrix, he wakes up. Right. Yes. Yeah. 
But in the Matrix, that means his body Did in the Matrix... a permanent link? Yeah, it just disappears. Boink! No, why would it? I mean, then what? So, sure, what? Like so, a... so he can come back to the Matrix and he has a brand new body? Yes. Yeah, I think so. You think that's the case? I don't think because, because, because what happened to Keanu? Neo comes what back happened and to Keanu? What happened to Neo's body when he was engulfed by the silver stuff? Oh, they, they, yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, the silver stuff is different, but maybe... <laughs> maybe No, but we, remember we talked about the silver stuff that that was happening in his head, and I found proof of that. Oh, you did <laughs> I found proof, proof of this. <laughs> I have proof. So I'm pretty his, sure his, his body just... What, his body stayed there. But that, that doesn't make there. a lot of sense because okay, so that his body stays there, not Thomas A. Anderson dies. So wouldn't it be nice if they had a shot of Neo, they're all in the building again, we're trapped, we can't get out, and then Neo just hits <laughs> oh. the door. Oh, there's me. <laughs> <laughs> It's disgusting. <laughs> but no, so you say, say but that is rotten. So you're saying he died in the Matrix, right? And they had a funeral and stuff. I thought, I thought, look, this is my theory. I thought that he just. Why dis- would they have a funeral? They had a funeral, you idiot. Why, why wouldn't they have a funeral? Why would they have a funeral if there's no body? No, I'm saying if his body was there. This, this is my, this is my uh, theory. Yeah, your, your theory is the blinking my theory, out. My theory blinks out. People are like, I can't believe he just blinked out. And the agents are like, don't worry, we'll take care of this. They, they take them it's all. It's plausible. They, they let them all go away. And then they just make a new dead body. Out of the like, the Matrix makes a new Ooh, dead body magic. in the Matrix. Oh, well, it's even getting more complicated. I thought. What do you mean? Why is it? Why can it just be a dead body already at the beginning? Why do I have to make a dead body? Because okay, what if he just Sorry. blinks out and people don't know? Like, uh, <laughs> I think there's no point in, <laughs> in getting into. What do this. you think, listener? <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. Please, is there a body or is there no body? Um, <laughs> because this is special. Also, <laughs> these are the questions sep- of our times. This is the point. This is the story. It's 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 he separates the body from yes. the mind. You know. He transcends. Well, this is what he, I wanted to escapes. talk about. Yeah. Is that I like that in these Animatrix movies, they are exploring different ways how people wake up. Or anything different. Or anything different, yeah. And this is a cool... Some are less, some more. Some less, some more. But this is nice because we get a different um, possibility of waking up yeah. in the real world. It doesn't have to be the classic um, silver... Yeah, red pill, blue pill. No, it doesn't have to yeah. be this. It can be different ways. And I thought, found that interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a uh, program. No, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's kid that's, story. That's kid. Yeah. Sorry. Now we're moving on, moving to, on program. to program. Phil, yeah, you I think can, it's my turn. No, you said the, you said the Osiris. You said Osiris. I didn't get to yeah, explain Phil didn't anything. Get to explain. Where you? Who did the? You did Renaissance. You just took it over, as well. I took the Renaissance. No, Phil was doing the Renaissance. Really? No, I wasn't. Not really. Did I? Did you describe? Fine, the Tim. You do it. I don't want to do it anyway. No, 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 no. You, you, you can do, do it. You can find it. I thought you did the Renaissance one. That's all. Do I want it? Should I do, do it or what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I can do it again. Just, just... No, I'll do it. Okay. Okay. So, sure, so program. This is, this is great because it opens up with, uh, with the, with the cornfields and, uh, uh, the wonderful, uh, black and white sort of like very inky quality. And I love it because there's no green and there's a lot of reds and there's a lot of, uh, whites and, and uh, inky black colors. It's going to take forever. Now, this isn't a, a real review. This is uh, supposed to be the plot. <laughs> I just wanted to start. Okay. Film. I just wanted to start. I just want to start. We have an opening that. shot. Just shut up. In. Okay. Stop. I'll do it now. He's going to yeah. talk about it for okay. like three do, hours. Do, try the, try the base. I did a bad job of my description. I'm sorry, but try, okay. try to do a basic I didn't mind in a minute. In a minute, Philip. So in a minute. Do, I, I, do I have to, can I reveal anything at all? Everything. Okay. So I don't have to like leave information until a shock moment so it can no, entertain who cares? you. Okay, good. No, this is plot summary for God's sake. Okay. So Program in the Matrix. There's this woman. She loves this ninja, uh, you know, 
uh, feudal era Japan program. And she's, you know, busting up some ninja guys, some, you know, samurai warriors. Um, and then this one guy comes up and he's like, Hey, let's duel. And she's like, Oh yeah, you're my friend from, from the real world. That's right. I am. And he, and he's like, don't worry that no one can hear us. Not actual dialogue, by the way. Yeah. Uh, no one can hear us. And then <laughs> as they keep dueling and stuff and, you know, training and having fun, he's like, why don't you go with me to the matrix? Uh, you know, let's get out of here and let's go to the matrix since we know the truth. Uh, maybe it's better for us to, uh, you know, just relax and have a good time in, in the matrix. Cause this, it's better than, than, than this. It's quite changed dialogue. Yeah. And uh, also, you know, the machines are going to come and fight and destroy the Zion anyway. So it's better for us to hang out there. And she's like, no. And then they go into corridors and inside this temple. And uh, he's like, All right, come on, let's do it. Why don't we do it? And then she's like, no. <laughs> and then uh, at the end, uh, he, you know, after they fight up and down um, the, 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 the big uh, towers and the... Uh, wonderful pagodic uh, buildings uh he's like you know i'll ask you one more time let's do it let's get out and she goes no and then she stabs him in the in the throat because he's being he's being uh, and he reveals he loves and he's like yeah but i love you and she's like no and then she wakes up oh it's and then and then john dimaggio comes in and says it was a training program it's fine you 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 aced it and then uh she has to she hyperventilates a little bit and gains her composure and then punches him in the face. He's like, ow, I heard. And then uh, she walks away and goes, okay, cool. Uh, that, That's you know. it. And then he said, yeah, yeah and he said, mission success, I guess. And uh, one guy goes, gives him a thumbs up and it's cheesy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one of those uh, animatrixes that I realize I've never seen to the end. Because no way. obviously being a kid, I looked up, what is this feudal bullshit? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Seriously? You can't have, there's no, there wasn't a matrix when the feudal times were and I clicked it off. <laughs> so this is Amazing. The twist. I've only seen the first time. And to be honest, wow. this is the one that I like the most because of the visuals. I really like this one too, I have to say. I, I mean, I liked it now. I mean, it's, it's a bit, it, it, it goes from something completely different into something way too familiar for me. Like it was like, but it makes sense. It's the matrix, you know, and it's good that they have a training ground mm-hmm. that's, you know, like this. It's, you know, breeds creativity. Yeah. And visually speaking, I think this episode well, is very rich. And for any visually of you, speaking, for, her hair is like, for any of you who know, amazing. 90% of <laughs> Yeah, her this. hair. But for any of you who know um, uh, some anime, um, this was directed by uh, Yoshiaki Kawajiri, who did Ninja Scroll and Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. And that kind of explains everything. If you've seen those. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've seen Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. It's great. You should watch it. It's cheesy goodness. And it has some okay. it has some amazing gothic castles in it. Sounds yeah. interesting. And a guy talks to his hand and it's so funny. Huh. Unintentionally. Uh, anyway, back to I the would program. Like to, and oh no, no, and I just like wanted to, I, wait, 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 I wanted to say that everyone's got their thing. Oh, hold on. The character, <laughs> the character design was done by uh Yutaka Minowa, who um who who's known for all that inky kind of dark shadows look with the small eyes yeah. tiny tiny and big hair and then big hair um i want just want to point out before jake goes on is that he after a little break from our theme and the kid we return to ripley's underwear that's right uh, that's right this is in this one as well pure ripley's underwear yep i don't have anything hey, to say strike again i mean i just i just <laughs> loved how it looked like it you know great and, and, and honestly the story is is just cypher again pretty much well, I, it is. It's a, it's a fake out cipher. I did right, like though right. that uh, they explored a little about that. That possibly possibly there are 
you know, other people in, um, who are freed, who, you know, consider these options. And I think it's a cool dynamic because we actually get to see them talking about it and not like Cypher just <laughs> betrayed him. Yeah. And I think that was a really interesting setting that they had them being the training program, which was consistently or constantly changing around them while they were sparring. And they had this better than a dojo had this conflict slash conversation, which yeah. I thought was uh, an intriguing plot. Um, I think it's 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 kind of funny that I have managed to find a more crazier uh, you know leader than Morpheus. <laughs> this guy actually, you know. <laughs> Morpheus didn't even do this. No, he just tricked them once with the agents. That's all he did. He was like, ah, it's fake. It's not the Matrix. But this guy, this guy's... This guy emotional. You know, playing emotionally plays like with his... What is that? Like pretending to have your your girlfriend kill you and then you're like, it's oh, a test. Oh, you mean the actual... Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what jerks. I mean? Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't like be happy after that. I would leave. I would go to the Matrix. Like, <laughs> the Matrix is good. You are These evil. These are horrible people I work with. Yeah. Abusive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Phil Amara does the voice for mm-hmm. the, Phil Amara, the, I know the him. character. Oh, is it Jamaican Big? <laughs> yeah, there you go. From Futurama. Yeah. Uh, He's also in Spider Man 2, best cameo appearance ever. Uh, yeah, he's in Spider-Man 2 not credited because that's right he's <laughs> but we saw him really like, is that Phil Lamar, it totally uh, was Phil Lamar. And, and there's he's not even in the credits it's funny so it's an great. extra yeah but I'm glad I watched this till the end you know good it wasn't very long <laughs> I forgot I've seen, about I've seen. twist ending um, when I was watching <laughs> me too I was, I was me like, too oh I was like yeah. how does this end so yeah overall I think uh, an interesting installment in the Animatrix uh, visually speaking it's very rich like I said and um yep and it's short again which is nice makes you wonder about her hair though yeah her hair is his wild wild stallion hair is an animal of itself it's like all righty so world moving on is our next short film this was when i was a kid it was my least favorite one because i thought it was so boring (laughs) but now i think it's one of my favorite ones oh cool oh yeah this is this is an interesting so uh who wants shall i go go or Okay, so this is a story of a runner. Uh, it, it's it's not told in uh, in a sort of uh, like a what's that classic classical kind of narration? Traditional uh, narration. The, the 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 story is what what is that called when it's all over the place? It's like segmented, it's not, I don't know. segmented, discombobulated, it's not, um, nonlinear. There you go. Nonlinear. That's the that was, it's nonlinear storytelling. It's about a runner who, as he's trying to break a record. Um, he figures out just by pure like concentration and everything, he somehow breaks the barrier of reality. But at the same time, he also wakes up for a second. And there's also these weird agents who don't look like agents, but they're like some kind of uh, sci-fi yeah, agents. Yeah, I love it. I love how they, they change the design of the agents yeah. for no reason. I love uh, the sci-fi agents who are uh, watching him as that happens. And um, they kind of, I don't, actually don't do anything. They just kind of observe. And that's pretty much it. It's all nonlinear. So you have points before the run. Some kind of journalist talks to him. You know, you have the narration of the agents who are talking about it. You have all sorts of stuff. And that's pretty much it. I mean, it's like this little emotional piece. And it's like very like uh, uh, contrasty visuals. The animation is like you have really strong shadows. Like really wide angles, and oh, uh, I actually really, really love the style in this. Uh, both of these yeah. were produced at Studio Madhouse, and if you know anime, you know that they did a lot of stuff. 
Unfortunately, I don't. <laughs> and uh, no. this one was directed by uh, Takeshi Koike, and uh, the screenplay was by Kawajiri, who did the first the the program. Mm. As well. Okay, interesting. Yeah, and I guess I mean maybe the message or the plot isn't as clear as to me. I mean, uh, I I know well, what I happens. He runs, his muscles that... break, and then he wakes up for a second. Well, no, the thing is, when his muscles break, he yeah. decides to go with his willpower, and he just pushes it, you know? He's, ta- he's taking so he's it to the He's basically breaking the boundaries of the physical world for a moment, yeah. and he succeeds in pushing himself. And that's why the agents yeah. panic. Farther than humanly, po- humanly possible, mm-hmm. purely through willpower, and the agent's like, oh no. Because, you know, with athletes, sometimes they try, you yeah. know, like for them, it's like 100% this and 100% mm-hmm. mind. And so you have to, you know, have your mind also very sharp and focused on And that, on of goal. course, yeah. then makes him sort of wake up and the agents suppress uh, that. Uh, we, yeah, wake up, we mean like into the, in real, the real world. world he, yeah. he sees the glimpse of the real world for, for a few moments. And I always moments. found it very sad, this episode, because, episode, this movie, because um, I always wanted him to actually wake up uh, for real. Yeah. But he just doesn't. They suppress that. And then what's even sadder is that at the end of the run, he becomes paralyzed. And at the end, he can't. Yeah, but we walk. have that. We have the nurse talking well, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone, someone's good. St- yeah. And then he um, does walk again. He tries. He tries. Bit. It's great. But Free. I guess he's just trying to show in the short film that <laughs> that you know the different ways people discover that this is um yeah not real. And the sci-fi agents. <laughs> I love his agent. The agents are amazing, though. Don't you guys love the agents? No, They're I mean so cool. his agent, his 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 manager. He's flailing around. Oh yeah, that's the hands. Yeah, that's like Japanese people, you know, thinking about like the body language of just like street life. But I like the aesthetic that it switches from any sort of you know Japanese like ninja dojo, you know, samurai or whatever. It's 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 you know it's it's a black dude running a marathon. It's completely. The aesthetic is completely different than whatever. And I also love how they did the perspective shifts. Those were amazing in this. Well, your favorite is the key throw. The key throw is brilliant. I love the key throw. The key throw? What is that? He throws the keys to the... Bellhop guy. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The lady interviews him right as he comes. Yeah. It's great. The perspective is great. And the style is great. And the agents are great. So let's talk about those agents. They should be in uh, Exit Mr. Hat. Yeah, they should. In a, like I mean, a special this, appearance in an episode. You know, as 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 Phil, a child, Phil was annoyed that they're showing off other people who are not as cool as um you know as as the main guys. This was me annoyed that the agents look weird because they're like this is such a simple concept. The agents have glasses and suits, and that's all you have to do. Why did they look really <laughs> like some kind of? Yeah, I, I was I was really annoyed by this. <laughs> wow. I was like, it's so simple to get it right. That's the image. I know, but what this is, is all this, this is so much nonsense? more interesting? I mean, obviously now I understand. It, 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 now it's awesome, but I'm yeah, just it is. Like the, you had one job and you couldn't do. <laughs> Ironically, I liked this episode in Animatrix when I was a kid because no one was showing off. Ah, right. No one was trying to be better. All the ones that were try- <laughs> not trying to be better. Uh, it's good. So it's good. Yes, this one's good. Yes, nice. Okay. Yeah, Even question, though I didn't understand it, it was my least favorite when I was watching it, though. Mm-hmm. I think it's overall boring. it's overall interesting still, and visually speaking, I think it's another great exploration in yeah. a different style. It's still the same same sort of we we see this theme. Quite a few of these short movies are about waking up, and it's 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 a personal story of someone how it wakes up. So again, you you kind of get a little bit of fatigue. Like okay, here we go, mm-hmm. another person waking up. 
uh, you know, how many of these are, are we going to have? But, um, you know, it's still, still definitely the visuals, you know, push it to an interesting side, even though it is about when And that is up. world record. Yep. But you know why he was, he wanted to do the record because he was accused of taking. That's correct. Uh, yes. Taking uh, medicine. Recreational. No? No. I thought it was yep. recreational marijuana. <laughs> no, no, no. Not marijuana. It was like <laughs> doping or like changing blood or whatever. Oh, okay. Why did Changing he hold two blood? nuts in I didn't his know hands? That exists. What, what is this? You know the the biking thing, the bikers. No, they they basically um they uh, I what? think they do tests or something like that on them, or, or I don't know what it is, but they basically have someone who has better like oxygenized blood. They basically change all their blood and <laughs> in, in their in their, in their veins before, the, and it's highly legal. And there was this whole documentary about this. You can they change do that? it in their in their body right, right before the race so they're like super vital that sounds so, that's so how they, gross yeah there's like there's a whole like wait i mean you, that was like the whole are you telling I'm me serious that's like a whole two two or three years ago this was like the, a big like whole their thing. entire blood in their whole body I, that's that's as far as i remember maybe maybe it's a, like less but i know they would just sit there for a couple hours just like you know cycling through their <laughs> through the blood and what happens so, after the race what the old blood nothing goes back? Yeah, yeah the, the old the old blood comes back they just keep the blood and it just becomes normal. Like you know. Oh really? I it. thought I thought that blood regenerates. I thought you had, you know it gets discarded and re- no. I mean, I'm sure, no biologist. Like, I'm just saying like they they just got like better blood. That's all. That's gross. It's like Metal Gear Solid too. That is that is really gross. I didn't know that. Yeah. I do that anyway. Wow, that's weird. Uh, but yeah, he was. Per- we learned something on this podcast once in drugs, ten episodes. I think, was the accusation? Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to show them that's not true. I'm going to beat the the score. Why does he hold the nuts though? That's a good yeah, question. Thank you for reminding me. What's up with the walnuts? <laughs> what is this? Is nuts? Is this supposed to be symbolism? Well, why? Why? Like <laughs> his would, manhood is taken away. He from like him. maybe he, I don't he know. Likes the nuts. <laughs> he <laughs> he likes, drops nuts as well. Uh, I don't know. It was so important that the you know that, that she picked <laughs> him up for him. Picked him up. Oh, maybe maybe who knows? Who knows? Like whole walnuts or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, walnuts. Yeah. So next story is beyond. And, and this maybe, is the longest Maybe one. one of you guys can describe it because to be honest, this one I was, wasn't was really super focused on. <laughs> um, well, okay. It, uh, so in, I did the in last Beyond, one, so. we're in Japan, clearly, and it's really hot there. And this girl's looking for a cat because the cat ran away. And then she walks into a uh, abandoned building area with an abandoned building and uh, there are a bunch of kids playing around and she figures out why are they playing around like this and then we find out that it's uh magical things happening like the kid throws a bottle and the bottle breaks but then it reverses and goes back into his hand they jump down two stories and then whoop they're they're suspended in midair and they have a game about it um and then like birds burst out of the ceiling and stuff like that crazy stuff you know stuff that never would have normally happened right and um basically you know what seems to be three hours go by as she explores different facets of the house while looking for a cat and uh feeling a little bit um pleasant at one point like sort of like eh, kind of high and with you know with, with the kids as well so the kid they're all like you know in this bliss of this uh house but in the background the comically large cartoony um <laughs> Uh, 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 what, what, do you, what would you call it? Truck comes in. It's truck, mm-hmm. yeah. And then before long, the truck comes in and uh, their de-, de-, de, like contamination unit. Yeah, 
guys and they take the kids away and take her away at least she found her cat but uh, uh then they just spray down the uh the building and uh, the agents who are there as well uh tell them to relocate the glitch zone because it became it is in fact a glitch zone in the matrix i guess they need little glitch zones in the matrix to handle glitches and that that's where they put it and then they take it away different location and then the kids try to come back to the same place but it's a parking lot now and uh, there are no glitches anymore riveting this is my favorite one what of all <laughs> yeah. i absolutely adore this one this is and, this I, is and I watched it again one. and i was like this is, a this is so one. good i like it because it's so disconnected from any of the epicness of waking up squiddies the the AI it's 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 completely disconnected from whatever the main plot is absolutely gone mm-hmm. none, none of those big you know ideas or whatever that Matrix is about are are here and I just and it's just like a little you know part of what the Matrix is that it's not a real world you know it's 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 a it's a virtual world and of course in virtual world like any system you have glitches you have bugs you have things that are not working properly and it's and phil said like they had a glitch here no i think it's just a it's it's an accident like even the great ai of matrix can't keep everything 100 percent running and it's just oh, okay. like a, like it's just a place that's just messed up and they just and then there's a system you see like a from you see from the point of view of, of like a computer scanning the city and they just find this place and they go fix it that's it you know there's like a there's a there's a program that keeps going checking if there's like if everything's working fine but before i check it a bunch of kids enjoy it and it's, you know they don't yeah. wake up they nothing they just have a great experience of of you know experience the the weirdness of, of the glitches you know they call it a haunted house and it feels amazing i love it i like it also, too i like it quite a lot ripley underwear and this one as well and she's on the phone she's in her ripley underwear <laughs> yeah they're loving it those animators and creators I I like what you guys are saying and I and I like the concept and everything, but I had a harder time getting into this one. I was zoning out a bit. It's mostly about the feeling. Yep, yeah, exactly. I just love it. That that's what's cool about these things. I like mm-hmm. that too. Um this is directed by uh Koji. Koji Morimoto. And uh, he did um he was prominently Jacob was eating uh, chocolate. Uh, he was prominently um, you guys, you, one you of guys the, see I'm ruining the production. Yeah, one of the many animators in uh, Toshiro Otomo's Akira. Uh, mm-hmm. But he was just doing the animation for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, he did a pretty good job. I like it. I like when you can watch movies with just feeling and the plot is minimal and it's just, it's just you know, exploration. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's like no green. Did you notice? Like most of these are no, no. no. It, it, this one's like there's no grading. There's just just like pure like anime look, like realistic lighting on backgrounds and then characters. You know, like in minimal lines. That's it. There it is. Can we go to the next one? No, but I just, well, I just, <laughs> <Shake it. laughs> I just wanted to keep going. Okay, keep going. I'm so, sorry. I have nothing much to say. I, I like, I like. So what's it. the symbolism when she cuts her finger? Nothing. This is like the second time this happened. <laughs> this is the 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 weird like uh, samurai land. She does the same thing. She cuts. I don't know. There's blood always dripping. Samurai land. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Just blood <laughs> dripping on. Just, just, just blood. There's always blood dripping. I like these kids. That's what I want to say. Yeah, the kids. I'm did you of... did you notice that the voice actress who was doing the kids, pretty much the voice of Phil and Lil, from Rugrats. I never watched Regrets. Oh, okay, no then idea. never mind. Forget it. Audience, did you know this? Well, now you do. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. And I love that the kids keep appearing. Like she there's three kids at the beginning and then there's like a little girl and then one more kid. It's awesome. Like you have no idea who these people yeah, are. They yeah, just they like just show keep up. popping up. <laughs> no explanation. Just kids. That's what they do. That's kids. That's great. Yeah. And now Enjoying the Matrix glitches. Now we're into the next one. Okay. So mm-hmm. this is a detective story. For me, oh, yeah, this is the one I never saw. For, oh, really? For me, I thought this was really boring when I was a kid. And I me thought, too. When I was a kid, I was like, Ugh, but uh, you know, yeah, same thing. I clicked it. I was like, what is this? Yeah, fifties ne- style one. or not fifties? I guess just noir, film noir. Ugh, ugh. Yeah, yeah film noir, but like really weird. We watched like, it a long time ago when we first watched it, but we were just like, mm-hmm. uh, we just kind of plowed through it. So, the plot of this is very different from the other films. This is, it's confusingly, um, stylistically, like I said, it's film noir. It's a Alternative universe classic here, detective there. style um, setting. But it is uh, in the same timeline as um, The Matrix. Yeah. This like is supposed Phil to, said, this is a prequel. Yeah, it's supposed to take place before the first Matrix. And mm-hmm. the plot yeah, yeah. revolves around a private detective. <laughs> love it. I love it. So who's funny. just about ready to quit. Because people always call him for boring, tr- boring stuff. wife yeah, troubles. <laughs> but he gets a call from someone else. Someone else searching for a trinity. Sounds like Morpheus to me. <laughs> and he's about to give up on this as well. But they send him a lot of money. <laughs> They're like, check <laughs> your bank account. <laughs> On your old timey so, computer, exactly. But that was interesting. I love the blend of his old timey. Very, you're very unsure of what time this is, and it's cool. I Use like a that. regular computer. Come on, Windows ninety eight just came out. <laughs> and so this obviously, you know, gives him the incentive to seek out Trinity to find her, and through his find journey, him, as he says. Oh, he says find him. Interesting. Oh, yeah, all yeah, the time. yeah, yeah. He thought he was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A guy. Pick up on that. And as he's trying to find Trinity. He discovers many things like everyone who's been on this case has either killed themselves or gone crazy. It's a troubled case. Disappeared. One of them has disappeared. And uh, the episode ends. You know what that means? They woke up. Probably. And the episode ends simply with him finding Trinity on a train. And um, essentially he finds out that the, the bad bad guys, like I mean, the uh, machines um, set up the whole detective chase in order to get to Trinity. And he realizes this and Trinity talks to him and they, they exchange some thoughts about things. It's very vague. It's very, it's very vague though. <laughs> exchange contact numbers. It's very vague in the sense that he's somewhat aware of mm-hmm. who she is and maybe... Maybe even what the Matrix is? I don't even know. No, I don't think so. I, I, maybe he, he... I don't know. He's, I don't he's, know. Maybe not, but he's somewhat aware of something. I don't know what, though. Yeah. And Trinity kind of talks to him about that, and eventually the agents chase them. And uh, and unfortunately, he gets overtaken by an agent. And almost. Trinity, oh, yeah. And Trinity, he's almost, he's t- yeah. getting taken over, and then he, Trinity shoots him. Trinity shoots I com- him. I must say, I completely forgot about that part. Really? And I was like, oh, no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she shoots him, and, uh, you know, that's the thing that she said, like, she said, like, for what it's worth, she said that she thinks he would be ready or something. So she was talking about, I think, him being yeah. freed or something. And that's pretty much it. And she leaves, and then he um, 
encounters he the agents. F- yeah. He points the gun at the agents. Has a smoke. It has a smoke and it comes back to the intro, right? The, yeah. the line. A case to handle yep. cases. <laughs> and that's it. And um, classic film noir. What do you guys what do you guys think? I like of it. I like that the, the backgrounds story. were kind of like photographs yeah, that they that put was together. Really cool. That was really cool. In the grain. Definitely different Visually, art style. It was really, really nice. And even stylistic, like it's it's like I this remind me of a lot of Max Payne. <laughs> mm, Max Payne. Because the Max Payne had like those like animated like uh, f- comic strips and the snow mm-hmm. was identical to this snow, yeah. like this like the shots of the 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 shots of the city with Midnight the snow at the docks <laughs> yeah and the alice in wonderland stuff in the chat rooms with his fancy steampunk oh, yeah. chat. that was cool i really, really the, re- the red queen what was that like trindy's yeah who alias was that? before the red queen i guess so I guess it was like trying to be like, oh, more Alice in Wonderland stuff. Let's let's use that. You know, yeah. White Rabbit was used. Let's let's do that. I mean, a lot of this was like very like, you know, pointing to whatever existed in the world. It wasn't really. I mean, instead of like pulling out something out of his belly button, she pulled out of his eye. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, the little gun. Yeah, a little sucker. I, I thought she was gonna like suck out his eye. <laughs> that's right. I was watching like Trinity. What are you doing? It's like yeah. Trinity looked good. She looked like ah. Now you're right? seeing two D. What? Trinity looked like Carrie Ann Moss, though. Yeah, I think so. It, it was Carrie Ann Moss, right, doing the voice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think she's like. I, I'm still confused. Is this before? Uh, this has to be after she was disconnected, right? Yeah. Of because I thought when when this started, I thought this is Trinity. I thought Morpheus hired this guy to oh. find Trinity. So she can be unplugged. This is what I thought where it was heading. But then she comes up with all the black stuff and she's pulling things out of his eyes and so she must know. That's true. I also thought so the first time I watched it. Uh, we were going to meet pre-unplugged Trinity. Yeah. But like this is her story how she exactly. you know, got unplugged. But mm. I guess not. This is already unplugged. Which is funny because I, oh, I guess maybe they chat, right? They chat from the real world and then they try to meet up and that's how the agents were trying to bait Trinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To come into the the Matrix. Okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I wanted to tell you that this was was directed by uh, Shinichiro Watanabe, who also directed Kid's Story. But more importantly, um, he did um, uh, uh, Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo, and uh, also Mm -hmm. worked on Space Dandy and all those. Cowboy Bebop in particular, I really liked it. It was a really good, really good show. Yeah. And uh, Samurai Shampoo, I heard, was really good too. But I also, Space Dandy's great. It's like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I recommend anyone to watch. <laughs> it's funny. Um, it's funny. He's, a, he's, a, he's, he's a cool guy. Trinity has long hair. This. Good. Yeah, so this must be, she looks must better with like long maybe, hair. I would say, I would say if, if Trinity is like 30-something in The Matrix, I would say this is like a 23-year-old Trinity. Hmm. Interesting. So you're saying she was doing Matrix stuff for like... Yeah. 10 years almost? I would say so. It does seem like there's like a, you know, the way that she and Morpheus talk and how that crew is handled. It feels like, you know, she's been there since she was. Also, they say, you know, they unplug people young. So I would. Ah, true, true, true. Anything else to add? No. Me neither. Now let's go to the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Film. The worst is is the final one. It is the final one. Who wants to talk I like about this, this one as well. I'm not going to talk just, about it. I'll, Tim, I'll describe this. It. 
So w- this story is about a crew that is not very tied with the usual crew business, you know, having a ship and connecting to Zion I predicted you'd like this one. I, it's kind of it's fun. So uh, we start off as a lady with a monkey in the jar uh, sitting on the shore of the Matrix surface as two newly designed squiddies that look like little bugs start chasing her and she, you know, lures them in to their lair where these guys are hanging out, which is great. It's not, it's not the usual, you know, Nebuchadnezzar kind of ship. As they go in, she fights them and then a robot that looks like them but has green eyes comes out and fights them. Uh, and then and then the curtain opens and, and a bunch of other guys are like, yay, we got another one. And then they try to convince the robot to be good. And this this say, is the, this know, is the whole point. They're you know they're trying to get yeah. the robots to have free will. Yeah, and, it, and it's not like they're going to reprogram it to 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 do their bidding. They want to they want to convince the robot to be good, and then they all hook up to the construct, including the robot and the monkey. <laughs> yeah, and that's hilarious. We go through a spiritual journey, a visual spiritual journey, where the robot needs to learn through this you know magical drug filled place. Uh, about what is good and what his is what is his purpose and what is the inside and who these people are and to care for them and to come out a good robot but as he comes out a good robot uh more evil robots come to attack and there's a, there's a whole bunch of them there's squiddies of course but then there's like a, a couple of other cool designs of robots as they attack unfortunately they all die uh, except uh, the lady is saved by the robot and She's unconscious, and he hooks her up to the construct. But she is very sad because all our people died, and she does. She rejects the robot, and then we end up with the robot sitting at the shore where she used to sit. So was that him? That. Very nicely yes, described. I, th- I I was really you know what in my head I was hoping Tim would be like ah oh, God not this oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that would I was hoping I'd get that reaction also and uh, I thought he was going to be going, like, I thought he was going to mm-hmm. be saying stuff like. Oh, look, what do I care what's happening? It's just naked people running around laughing. Well, uh, fortunately, old Tim, obviously. I don't think I ever finished this one when I was a kid, but I didn't really watch it now. It was fun. I thought it was a sad episode. I mean, they all, like, this is the recurring theme, besides, you know, again, having the Ripley underwear. Oh, yeah, the Ripley underwear. Uh, it, everyone dies usually at the end of these. Every every ending is a disappointment, <laughs> except kid. He doesn't die. That's true. Well, he dies, but he but there's a funeral. So, oh my goodness, yeah. I didn't realize this. Every ending yeah. is a disappointment in yeah. some sense. But uh, everyone dies in this one. Okay, even, even, is that even sadder than than you know? She gets saved, but she's also very sad. Very it's like, sad. Robot. By the way, the Wikipedia actually reveals some things. If it's okay, true, give us some revealness. It says that. Um, the robot plugs the dying Alexa into the Rebels Matrix with itself. Yes. So apparently she was dying, which I didn't catch. Okay, I think is I, I said she's unconscious, but that's what I thought as well. She's dying. I didn't know that. I thought she was alive. And then it says, much to the runner's dismay, with Alexa, when Alexa realizes she's trapped inside the Matrix with the robot, she's horrified and her avatar dissolves, screaming as she clutches her head. And the robot exits from the Rebels Matrix to see a motionless Alexa in front of him in the real world. So I, yeah. I don't know what happened to her. But at the end, it says this. Ready? It says the film mm-hmm. ends with the converted, quote-unquote, robot standing outside, looking out over the sea, the same shot used at the intro with Alexa, as the robot pulled her consciousness into his hardware. 
Citation needed. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 obviously, I think that's a little bit of an interpretation. Um, in, interpretation. Um, I don't think so because I just do. I, I, I like, like, I like the sad that's robot. My... That's what I like ending it with. Sad, sad robot. robot. Sad robot. Yeah, but the, the question is, um, do you he will think... be the one because this help. person probably made this up. <laughs> the one for the robots. He's the I was going to say, what do you think happened? So he plugged himself in with her to the to the construct, and then she sort of, you know, was shocked and horrified to be there um but then what happened i mean i don't know she, she she i think she's just i think she's just dying and he's trying to save her and he was shown truth mm-hmm. in the construct so he's trying to do the same for her but i think so do you think she dies then yes she dies okay but good that is, makes me feel better because i thought <laughs> i thought she was like i want people internally to die. No, no, no. in the i thought simulation. she was stuck internally in simulation with his robot I mean, that's terrifying. Um, <laughs> well, if if it ended, if it cut on that, because she kind of disappeared. Yeah, she disappeared. In, in, so that's why I, I don't think, they, like, there would have been some kind of visual murder. It, it would have been shown, I think, a little bit more. I think because that sort of implied big. that she did die, which I didn't pick up on. Yeah. But, yeah, that's good. I, 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 I thought, thought it was, was more like irony. Like, she freaked out because, you know, like, they they are people who are fighting the matrix they they, they don't want to be in the matrix and this robot is doing the exact same thing as you know if we listen, if we watch the renaissance or whatever it's called the history you know like the robots are like oh we'll save you humans you know come join our matrix oh and, I it, see. and it's a miniature of that like she's dying but he's like look but you can live here in this world with me and he's like no you don't get it robot right that's a good point i never thought about that that's my interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> Citation needed. Why don't you go change it on Wikipedia? battle him and put that at the end. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. both have Citation needed. Right. So this was directed but so by... It, so it ends, just really quick, so it ends presumably with the robot leaving after she dies and he's sad. That, that's how I thought. She's just like, maybe okay, he learned that's something. That's a much better maybe story than the one I thought. I, I thought that what happened was that that wasn't the robot. Or that was just confusing. I don't know. Maybe because the eyes were red. Oh, that's why that confused me. Whose eyes are red? The robots at the end. No, you can only see the eyes. No, his butt was red. You could see it. His butt was red. Yes. What does that mean? <laughs> that means he's bad robot. It's a different robot because you know they keep turned into green, right? His, yeah, he's green. Well, the last shot wasn't the green-eyed robot. It was the red-eyed robot. Oh, because his butt eyes, I yeah. guess, are red. Oh, I never noticed that. Yeah, so mm. that confused me. So that's the, that, that, I think that might be a mistake. <laughs> that's that's what confused me because that's it's a very I important thought, mistake. I thought my interpretation was, and I'm glad. Well, I would take Tim's interpretation as the best one so far. But my interpretation was that I thought that he plugged himself in with her, and she wasn't dying; she was alive. Yeah, and then he, they would be in the construct, and she would be trapped there with this weird <laughs> robot, <laughs> with like, new hey, converted let's robot. Hang out. With his, <laughs> With his new magical body you. inside the construct. He's like, oh no, running around forever. Which wouldn't be forever because wouldn't she like starve and stuff? Yes. So that'd be super sad. Like my version was depressing. Yeah. So I like your version. Okay, so this was yeah, directed by Peter Chung. And I think you guys know who Peter Chung is? No. No? I can press his button on Aeon Wikipedia. Flux. Aeon Flux Man. Oh. For MTV. Uh, well, Aeon Flux, I just saw that crappy movie. Is yeah, that what you mean? not the movie. No, though, no, right? no. There's an animated thing for MTV that they made ah, before. Okay, okay, Peter no, Chung was I the know. developer and director That's of that probably good, creator. Right? And uh, he also did some stuff for Regrets. There you go. Wonderful. Yeah, that's cool. And that's it. That's the Animatrix for you. Whew. That's the yeah. Animatrix, my friends. Anything that is the Wait, Animatrix. Stylistically speaking, 
Um, that was weird. And we matri- had Dr. Matrix- what, what's his name? How do you even read, read this? Jacob. My Dr. Friedenheimer. Yeah, that's right. Dr. Frieden named him. The doctor was like, you know, talking about the Matrix and making free will for the things, machines. We called him Dr. Friedenheimer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Friedenheimer. Too many dies. How do you even read this title? Matric- Matriculated. Matriculated. So can we speak about anything stylistically that we like? I, I'm not a big fan of uh, Peter Chung's style. Are you talking about the last one, right? Yeah. yeah. What about the the real world? Stuff? Everyone that has frog cool. lips in the real world. I like there's the real world a, stuff. there's a lot of cell shading animation. That's interesting. Oh, yeah, All yeah, the yeah, robots are CG, like cell shaded, yeah. like yeah. oh yeah, they're CG. very smooth and they're like I like the design of of the the robots. Because I, I didn't. I'm sorry. They have like the little like little like uh, they remind me of plankton they're from too uh, weird <laughs> plankton <laughs> from plankton. Uh, <laughs> And then they switch and they go to like little snakes. I will take cool. over the crusty and I like crab. The, <laughs> I like the, the, the hilarious the little, little oh, yeah, stick yeah, no. up for hands. Get the secret formula. The mm. chum bucket is so lame. The chum bucket. <laughs> no one ever goes there. Man, would you guys ever eat it? What would do? What do you think is the perfect Krabby Patty? Okay, so for me, it was always Wendy's hamburgers. Yeah, that's Wendy's old fashioned. Yeah, I just picked yeah, it and I was like, that, that to me is a Krabby Patty. That's so what would you like. say? Like, um, classic burger, right? This Krabby Patty, beef, yeah. dude, lettuce, yeah, well, tomatoes, look, SpongeBob, pickles. It, there's a whole episode about the order in which you put the ingredients in. So really, yeah, oh yeah, yeah that's right. Why didn't that I, honestly, Babish guy do it? Yeah, he did make a crusty burger. He did. Yeah, he did. Is it good? Does it look good? I don't remember. Oh. I mean, crusty burger but, uh, or uh, Krabby Patty? Yeah, I think he things. did. He, he had a whole session. Crusty burger. Crusty burger. Crusty burger. From Crusty. Crusty from Simpsons. Crusty the clown. Oh no, I'm talking about a what the hell was uh, that? I think he did a whole like a session of burgers from like he did a couple of burgers. Okay, and I think he, the both of them were there. The, I know. I know the Krabby Patty was definitely there because that was requested. I, I honestly, for the longest time, I thought there was like a crab uh, burger. You know. Which doesn't make sense. No, because that'd be but, yeah, that'd be cannibalistic. Well, not really, because the other, other fish he doesn't have to eat. It. True, true. Eat it. <laughs> so have to be so any final thoughts kind. on the Matrix? It's good. Matrix? I'm glad it's I good. watched it again. I don't think I would have watched it. It's nice. I feel like you. This shows the potential of not just, not maybe not animated, but you can make a TV show of the Matrix. You can do yeah. all kinds of stuff like this. I, um, just I, a side note: we watched the Blu-ray edition when it's all kind of like mushed together. And I you have mean, to say the order you is play and it plays everything. Yeah, uh, it, I have to say this is this is it's a bit weird order because it starts with familiar, and then it kind of trails off into crazy. And I don't know if that's a good thing. I think it may be a variety. Like it keeps going out in and out and out. I think that would be kind better. Like, yeah, because I think it goes. You know, you start off very like Matrix familiar, but. But the story wise and everything, it goes very fluid and everything. So you kind of get lost. It's it's not a it's not a strong ending. I would say, Mm-mm. as if if you maybe had but the kid know, on the end. I would, know, I would I would definitely put the kid at the I end. I would put the Cyrus at the end. Really, really, because that bridges into the Matrix Reloaded. Uh, but it's also so cheesy and so like non. But you know, but guys, it's, it's there's very no there's tough no substance to, to that one at all. It's tough to compile. I don't know. Such different Tim, make films. your make your order and we'll watch it. Osiris is definitely the best first because it pulls you and you're like very familiar. I wouldn't put it at the end because there's no substance to it. It's just like butts and stuff. I have to agree. But the kid, <laughs> just butts and stuff. But the it kid does, is does familiar, in one, then, yeah. because it's a tie-in because the kid is in the movie, but also it has substance, you know? Yeah. So maybe I'll To add it. what Phil was saying, I think that this is a good example of how you can um, expand the the content, not the content, but expand the 
The world building. Who yeah, knows? I guess. Not even so much world building, but just like... The I lore. Li- I li- <laughs> no, no lore, but I like it in the sense of a, an artistic exploration of a film. So you're pulling flavors ah, yes, and ideas yes, yes, yes. and you're experimenting with, experimenting with them. <laughs> Experiminating. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're doing exactly that. And that's what I like with these kinds of projects because they allow artistic interpretation. Yes, I like it too. And and again, the great I used thing, to not the, like the it. Great thing when about I was a kid, I thought it was lame. It augments the Matrix, but not in a way that you necessarily have to see it, or you, yep. it's necessarily an addition, or even that it gives you any secrets. It doesn't give you any secrets. That's good. Which is good. It's you very sandboxy. Yeah. yeah, you don't need it's to do like, that. You let you let the other kids play with your sandbox. It's like here, yeah. you have a little corner here, and you have a little corner here, and, and ultimately, and, and it's fun. just more or less uh, just a, a fun sort of idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. to make and why don't they do that more films that'd be kind of cool they did i will tell you now um they tell us. give us give this, us the, the influence uh, the the influences from the animatrix um was spread far and wide in the late 2000s oh. um first Speaker. of all i know that riddick had an animated direct-to-video prequel mm-hmm. that happened um interesting uh, before the chronicles of riddick came out so it was about the same year unless i am mistaken but i'm pretty sure i'm not mistaken um then there was another 50, hellboy 50. hellboy animated one which really yeah there's an animated hellboy which was supposed to be before you know the hellboy 2 um and then uh, a much more uh direct one was uh van helsing had a prequel called the van Lincoln. helsing had a prequel yes animated like anime i think um it's, wow. called, it's called the I london need to watch that. or the does paris it, mission one of those missions does it have the the guitar song as well and and arguably what Van Helsing is remembered for. Arguably, awesome song. I want to watch Van Helsing, guys. We should do a commentary on that. No, no, no. Silent change of mind. No, is definitely is definitely. I can't even. I don't say. Arguably, the London assignment from Van Helsing was probably better than the movie. Gabriel. No. I have no heart. Oh, it's so, yeah, it's so good. Um, and then there was uh, the Halo collection. Remember that one? With Barely. it's called Halo Legends, I think, and it has it's exactly the same as Animatrix. It has okay. It has just anime studios making Halo short. Films. But you know what's the funny thing is that I think this doesn't have to be even limited to animation. I think this can no. be whatever. Yeah, comic books, video games. Yeah. Little pamphlets, or even short films, or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, you know I, I can see it. You know, Wachowskis after the w- first movie being a success, they just had a lot of money. Not like you know, and opportunities for them, but opportunities because everyone's like, "It makes sure it's great," and they really used it because they did. Look they, at what they did. You know, their 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 inspiration is from all the variety of things. And then they, they could give back. They're like, here, here's the money, you guys. Mm-hmm, yeah. We love what you do. Here, do do more of this stuff. And, and that's great. And that, that you know, any artist that is in a similar situation should do the same. Yeah, it's you know? your duty. The more, the better. Yeah, the more, the merrier. Um, that, yeah, but the video game wasn't very good. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, guys. Ah. Ooh. I think uh, that we have yes. covered the Animatrix. Could you go... Okay, ready? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs>
Neo <laughs> dying. Uh, that's better, right? Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. The sizzle because he disappears yeah. or whatever. It just says game over. No, what will be the what will be the song? I'll do the song. That's opening the crate. Yeah. And there's always like always like loud footsteps and you're scared. The footsteps like this. <laughs> Someone walking on metal, and then out of the darkness because it doesn't render very far. <laughs> I love that. Comes an agent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, sometimes they had like weird like smoke blood. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love the also you take you take health. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess it's just and you shoot an agent. <laughs> they sound bad. <laughs> the hell one is amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the, no, the, oh, no, oh, guys, and also, oh, like you know, the fights. The worst, oh. yeah. <laughs> now the worst is when some games, the health is like stupidly food or something. That's the worst. <laughs> Imagine that, Neo. Well, in this one, it's just a ro- like we mentioned before. It's just a rotating code. Yeah, I know. And he takes it. He goes, <laughs> and he goes, mm. eats the code. <laughs> okay, enough. I want to say that we. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that we have covered the Animatrix, which is beautiful, great. brilliant, and uh, good job, for good that. job, good job, everyone. Now we have to do the really hard ones. And uh, if you, you haven't seen you this listening, and uh, just bold it for you, dear listener. It, I, uh, I hope we did good. I hope we covered everything you wanted us to cover on the Animatrix. We did our best. Um, we but tried. They are ultimately quite short films, and I think that we talked about everything that we wanted to talk about, what we liked and didn't like. Uh, but if you have something you want to mention that you loved or hated about the Animatrix, you can always write to us and, and join in. Because, yeah. you know, the Animatrix was one thing I know you guys wanted to hear us talk about. And uh, we have done so mm-hmm. for you, listeners. For you. Any final? No, we said our final. No, thoughts. we're good. We're good. We'll, um, we'll see you later. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see you um, um, for Reloaded. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. It's okay. I'm I'm not afraid of that one. I'm afraid of what it comes after. <laughs> this is like just the this is this is gonna be a mildly interesting one and then revolutions yeah. of the way. You know, there's like I would like Tim to watch all the cutscenes of Enter the Matrix. Oh yeah, we should probably talk about that, shouldn't we? We could talk about the reloaded. Oh, how about we do a let's play? The Matrix will never end. Never. We will keep going on. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the sound he falls. Yeah. Yeah. There's Neil flying off as he does his spin move. Oh, guys, you know it. Never mind. Forget uh, we're it. done. Yeah. We're done. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate you. Good night, everyone. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. Bye. Well. Yeah, stop it. Stop it.